Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Shred Show Live. It is Friday, March 27th, and we want to thank you so much for joining us. As you can see, I have back on the show the one, the only, Jonathan Core, CEO and president of Ellie May. Very excited to have Jonathan back on the show this morning. Thanks for joining us, Jonathan. I appreciate you being on the show this morning. Thanks for having me on, Josh. I really appreciate it. Goodness gracious, my friend. A lot to dive into this morning. Holy smokes. I mean, we could, you and I could have conversations for hours, but I'm excited to have you because Jonathan, you are one of the leaders. You're one of the influencers. People turn to you. People look to you when it comes to times like this. You've been in this industry so long that you've been through this before. And you and I were just having a conversation of, hey, you know what? Uh, there, There is hope amidst the chaos, ladies and gentlemen. I want that to kind of be our... Uh, as we go through today's episode, I want you to keep that in mind. That's what we've titled today's episode. And John is going to bring some hope. He's going to bring some absolute knowledge when it comes to what's going on. So, so Jonathan, before we dive into everything, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things. But if you're joining us live right now, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, thanks for joining us live. Comment hashtag Ellie May if you're joining us live right now. And if you're joining us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag hustle. You're out there getting it done. Then you're coming back and watching the show. So Jonathan, there is a lot going on. There's a, a lot of things. This is being said. This is being said. And you're one of those guys who actually can. You, you're one of the knowledgeable ones. You have the expertise. So first and foremost, what are your thoughts on everything? Does this feel like 2008? Are we in a different place in 2008? Where are we right now? You know, I, I guess at the surface, you, you know, people can say maybe it feels like 2008 um, because it, it is chaotic, right? This is um, you know, chaos on, on a number of different sides, um, you know, driven by uh, what's going on with COVID-19, uh, driven by the incredible uh, refi volume that we saw early in the quarter. But I think it's really, it's, it's different. Um, you know, 2008, you know, that was a, uh, a financially driven uh, disruption. Um, it was definitely driven by, you know, some uh, players in our industry um, you know, uh, making decisions that, that, that um, just probably stretched the envelope a bit. And uh, it was a bit self-inflicted. You know, uh, the, it, it, folks looked at, you know, our industry as the, the driver of, of what happened in 08. This is, this is very different. You know, th- what's going on right now is obviously being driven by, you know, COVID-19, the pandemic, um, you know, the, the dynamic of this, um, you know, this, this uh, enemy that we're all facing. Um, we're facing it globally, we're facing it nationally, we're facing it across the board. And, um, but it's obviously creating chaos um, in our industry. You know, uh, just, just a short time ago, we had a tremendous uh, refi pipeline, and we still do. But, you know, with the, the stay at home, um, uh, orders that are out there, it's making it very difficult for, for many of our, our customers and, and, and partners to go off and, and get the loans done for the consumer. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of, of, of things being done to help that um, in terms of some of the, the, the appraisal adjustments and verifications, uh, verbal ver- verifications of employment and other things that Fannie and Freddie are doing to try to allow those, those those loans to still get done. And I think it's important, right? You know, in a situation where there is this economic impact that we're all seeing, if we can do refis for consumers, that's, that's a stimulus in and of itself. 
Um, uh, obviously, the, the, the volatility in, in rates, um, uh, mortgage-backed securities, MSR values is creating a lot, of, a lot of chaos and a lot of squeeze on a lot of our, our customers and, um, and, and partners in the industry. Um, you know, the, the big thing that obviously is, is probably playing the, the biggest role there is, um, you know, this thing that uh, I know a lot of folks are, are talking about, which is uh, the forbearance that is being placed out there. Um, you know, as we look at things, the, the, the administration and Congress is trying to figure out how to provide some stimulus um, and some support for so many folks that are going to be uh, faced with a tough situation, given that you know many uh, businesses uh, are not uh, being able to bring in revenue, and people are working from home, and um, some people being laid off. You know the 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 stimulus bill. You know obviously asks that lenders um, help out in this situation, or are you know told to help out. Um, and, I, and I think that that's a, that's a good thing. I mean, the fact is, if we can help um, as an industry right now, and in the case of forbearance, if someone can't pay their mortgage payment because they're in a difficult situation, um, you know, anything that we could do obviously is a positive um, to allow them to get through this tough time. You know, the, the, the language asks that, um, you know, that you know, or, or says that uh, consumers can get six months um, of forbearance and then another six months. That's on the, the, the Fannie and Freddie side. Um, I believe the same thing will be true on um, the HUD side for, for, for FHA product, um, et cetera. And um, in this scenario, right, what does that mean? What does forbearance mean? Well, so well basically it means that if the consumer um, can show, um, and in this case, it really, they don't have to show much, but if they, they say they're in a tough situation, they can ask the servicer to uh, push out payments. That doesn't mean they don't ever have to pay. I mean, it, they can push out payments and push out interest um, for that period of time. That obviously has to, to catch up when they start paying again. Again, a good thing for the consumer. But what is that doing to the industry right now, which is some of the chaos we're all facing in terms of, um, you know, the ability to sell loans, MSR values, um, you know, uh, affecting our pipelines, et cetera. That is um, because, you know, servicers, you know, uh, cannot stop paying investors. So they still have to pay the investor, even though the consumer um, isn't paying. And that puts a tremendous amount of pressure on servicers and lowers the value of holding those servicing streams. There's an exposure there. Now, I think that there's light out there. Um, I know that the MBA has been working very hard uh, in Washington with Treasury um, and the stimulus bill that, you know, hopefully will be signed today, cleared by Congress, by the House and signed by the president has a liquidity facility in it, a $450 billion liquidity facility that everybody in Washington understands, the treasury understands some of that, some of those funds have to be relief for servicers. Otherwise, this, thing, this, this request for forbearance will uh, 
create um, tremendous chaos in this industry and put you know uh, lenders in a very difficult position, may even put some lenders out of business. So I believe, and I'm very optimistic that that's gonna happen and happen in quick order. There's technical elements to it, but an MBA is all over it. They're on it every day, 24 hours a day. And I'm, I'm pretty confident and optimistic about it. And I think once that happens, um, some of the chaos, some of the disruption and pipelines will calm down. You know, hopefully that is within the next 30 days or even sooner. Um, but, you know, everybody is doing everything they can. And again, we're not the driver of this situation. You know, obviously it's a, it's a more global dynamic. We can be, um, we can help in this situation, but we also need to be protected just as many other businesses do. And I'm really glad you really you kind of dove into the finer details of what a forbearance is because I know I'm seeing mortgage professionals, originators across the industry, kind of take to social media trying to be the expert on this, and they're they're missing it. I've seen a couple of people talk about what a forbearance is, and it's not really what it was. So I'm so glad that you defined that and and how it's affecting everybody. It's affecting originators. It's affecting uh, mortgage companies. So. Again, ladies and gentlemen, everybody watching this, we have a lot of people joining us live. Thanks so much again for watching us and joining me and Jonathan as we discuss a few things in our industry. Make sure that you just go back and watch. Watch it maybe two or three times what Jonathan just explained so you can, again, educate your audience on what a forbearance is. And again, not everybody should just going be going out and just claiming, oh, you know what, the industry or uh, everything's difficult right now. I need a forbearance because, again, it does affect our industry significantly. So, uh, Jonathan, I'm really glad that you kind of really set what this forbearance means yeah. and how to approach it because it is and there there are so many other things affecting our uh, yeah. and I'm glad you talked about the MBA because the, M the MBA is doing a phenomenal job when it comes they down are. to really helping us as an industry. So let's let's talk about I mean Ellie May you guys continue to do awesome things. Um, you guys have an event coming up at the, the virtual experience. Of course, this week we were all supposed to be down in San Diego at the, the yeah. LMA experience. But of course, with everything that's going on, that's kind of had to be pushed back. Um, you guys have pushed things to it now a virtual experience, uh, which is coming up on April 20th. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of things going on, Josh. And I appreciate the time to try to, you know, create some clarity to to some of this and i i hopefully i did a, a little justice I, there's just a lot of moving <laughs> parts um you know one of the things i think before i, I jump into experience is um you know th there's a lot of things that we're trying to do and we will highlight that experience but um you know given all these changes in appraisal um uh and you know the the alternatives out there some of the alternatives around uh, verbal verification um, even some of the things that um, Fannie and Freddie are going to allow with um, gap insurance so that if you can't record immediately because some of the county recorders um, are closed, you'll be able to uh, do something and be able to get some insurance so that recording can happen later. So at least as an industry with all this other, you know, these elements going around and the volatility we can continue to tr get things done for the consumer. And, you know, Ellie May is definitely trying to do a lot of this with our technology, working with different partners and, you know, accelerating even elements like um, remote notarization and uh, digital closings, 
which I, I think will highlight at the experience. Uh, not something that we expected to do as quickly, but you know, we're nimble. We're trying to basically do what we can to let uh, our customers help keep go the system going. Um, so virtual experience, you know, we are excited. We were very disappointed. Obviously, we weren't in San Diego uh, this past week, um, but you know, we are going to be. Um, we've put out the press release. We've talked about what's going to be out there, and we're going to try to make it as as uh, a full experience as we can in a virtual fashion. You know, we'll lose some of that connection and networking and and seeing each other, you know, person to person, but at least get out some of the value, some of the speakers, some of the the great tools and 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 and, and tricks and tips um, and and education, so that you know, in this time, people can still continue, um, you know, going out serving the consumer continuing to develop themselves, um, you know, as, as, as better professionals, that's what we're trying to achieve. So we've got, uh, we've got a, a sign-up page on our, on our site, um, to keep, keep informed about it. Um, the registration will be coming up soon. I believe it'll be up, um, early next week. Um, we've got keynotes from, uh, myself and Joe and, and Bob Brooksmith from the NBA. There's going to be 16 um, Simu Live sessions. I'm not sure what those are, um, <laughs> um, but they're, they're going to be really good because you know they're, they're going to cut across you know a uh, an array of things all the way from consumer engagement, what's going on in the industry, um, developer uh, capabilities, new uh, technology and capabilities that we're putting out there to and, and highlighting um, what we have right now to to help folks deal with you know, uh, maybe uh, working with consumers in a, a bit of a virtualized or distanced way rather than face-to-face -to, -face to keep the, 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 the system going. Um, you'll be able to ask questions, chat, um, there'll be education, and then there'll also be some additional education that you s can sign up for that's more in-depth um, um, and that you can register for at additional costs later on. But we'll we'll be covering things like Erla, um, you know that's still in place right now. We'll see if that changes in the industry. There is talk about that, um, but again, you know we're, we're excited about this virtual experience. It's our first time, um, and uh, you know uh, hopefully we can you know really do a great job and provide a lot of benefit to our customers and partners. As always, you guys do. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for it. I, I want to go back to something. And not to to push the experience aside, because I think this experience is going to be awesome. I think people need it right now. But you mentioned something earlier that I want to kind of come back to. You mentioned that this has a very different feel than 2008, and and what we're going through right now. You know, there's a lot of talk of we haven't seen the worst of it yet. There's the worst is still yet to come. Um, you know, there's a lot of doom and gloom. But again, as we talked about from the very beginning, there's still hope. Where should we as an industry really be focused on? I know you talked about the consumers and, and how we can help them. But in your in your opinion, personal, professional opinion, where do we need to be focused as an industry where we can spread hope, collaboration? Where should we really be focused right now? What you got to focus on um, is what you can control. You know, um, the, the fact is, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we can't control and we can worry about and have fear about. But but what you can control, uh, obviously, is 
making sure your, your family uh, is safe and healthy, your, your, your teammates, your employees um, are safe and healthy, um, that you're, you're, you're doing everything you possibly can to uh, effectively support your customers and, and get the loan done for them um, so that they can get an economic benefit. Um, you can obviously plan for challenging situations, but you can't, you can't, you can't control them. Um, and what you also though can control is, you know, thinking about, you know, being creative, adapting, you know, looking at technology to, um, you know, uh, make adjustments from how you do things normally. One thing that, you know, this is definitely a different situation and it calls for, you know, um, being creative, thinking outside the box, um, and, and also not losing sight that, you know, likely this is going to be um, a, a set of short-term pain. You know, there, there, there's various folks talking about, is this a, uh, a V recovery in the recession so that we have a very difficult Q2, but then we recover um, very quickly um, in the second half. Um, and I, I think um, our industry and housing and real estate finance could be a real stimulus to that. That's usually very much the case in, in most recessions. That's, that's different than obviously 08, but we were, we were part of the problem then. Um, could it take a little bit longer? Possibly. Um, but there's a lot of things being done, um, you know, uh, across the country from a, a national standpoint. Um, and we're all in this together. You know, I, I think that there, there's nobody that is, you know, the cause of this, you know, the, 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 the culprit is this pandemic. And we all have to come together, um, look out for each other, be kind, um, and, and don't lose sight of the, of, of the long term. Um, you know, the, the challenge right now, obviously, is, you know, many of us are working at home. Um, it's, it's new for a week or two. You know, um, it, you, you don't want to burn yourself out. You got to take time. You got to um, take time for yourself physically and mentally because, you know, there is a bit of a um, this is not a sprint. As, and someone said to me, it's a marathon. Well, I said, no, it's not really a marathon. It's right. You know, it's sometimes it's a 5K. Right. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's a short run. We got to get through it. And then we also have to be thinking about, you know, once we get through it, do we how are we positioning ourselves for um, you know, this industry and where we're going to be going, um, you know, as we exit 2020, because I, I do think there is a, uh, a bright, uh, a bright light at the end of the tunnel. I think, uh, you know, housing, I think, uh, housing demand, millennial demographics are all going to be positive as we go forward. We just got to get through this, this very difficult time that we're all facing, but I, I think it's short term. I love that you say it's a 5K because I agree. I 100%. I don't think it's a marathon, but it's not a sprint. You kind of you got to find that middle ground right now, and you got to pace yourself. That's anybody who's ever run. Everybody knows I've talked about this on the show. I'm not a runner by any means, but I've run a couple 5Ks in my life, and you yeah. like you have to run fast enough. To like again, so I love that you compare it to that because, uh, and I love that you're talking about that. There's some positivity that you talked about planning, you know, control the things that you can control plan. None of us expected this, but I think more than anything, Jonathan, is if anything else as a, as professionals, everybody, anybody, whether you're in the mortgage industry or not, I think this really 
hopefully this pandemic, everything that we're going through gives you a better idea of, of how to plan for the future, how to put the right things in place, savings, how you talked about family, taking care of the things that are really important. So I love that you talk about that because that's one thing that we can control. We never know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we can plan and we can really be prepared for events like this. So I love, and I know that's something you're doing with Ellie Mae and all the partnerships and the collaborations that you have. So Jonathan, thanks thanks so much for bringing that up because I think that is absolutely important. As we start to wrap things up, as we start to kind of wrap up the show here, is there anything else in particular at per personally, professionally, that you are staying positive about and this message of positivity uh, amidst the chaos. Is there anything else you want to share with with the audience uh, today as we start wrapping things up? You know, I, I think you, you kind of alluded to it, uh, Josh, and I, and I think it's, you know, always thinking about any situation, um, you know, uh, whether it's, it's good or bad or, you know, um, challenging, you know, what is the, 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 the the, the positive that can come out of it. Um, you know, what do you learn from it? How do you grow from it? And one of the things that I'm seeing, and I'm seeing it in our organization, and I'm seeing it in so many uh, organizations and so many people is just, you know, there's a, a bit of a unifying that's going on, right? And and you see it, you know, you're seeing it at, 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 the, at the levels of in, in Washington, even though there, there's still some politics going on, but people coming together, you know, crossing the aisle, you're seeing it in, in businesses where people are just looking out for each other. You know, you know, the teams are even stronger. They're, they're, they're uh, thinking, you know, ahead. Um, you know, people are, are doing the same for their partners, uh, for their customers, for their neighbors. And, you know, um, if, if, if anything, you just kind of look at this and you say, you know, um, that's just a, kind of human nature and i think sometimes stressful situations bring out the best and it's it's good to see that and i i think that that's that's what i'm um you know taking away right now and 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 reminding um myself and my family and, and my employees um because um it is hard right you know it is stressful it is scary sometimes and you know you know how do you get yourself centered um, and, and really think about the positive. I love that. And I think we need more messages just like that with, with, I want to end on that because that is one of those ladies and gentlemen, I hope you listen to that there in times like this, sometimes we do lose sight of what's truly important. And Jonathan, you just talked about it. You, you highlighted our families, the people around us, our neighbors, our employees, uh, the people we work side by side with every single day when times are good. So being able to focus on that and being able to take a step back and realize that, hey, you know what? Things aren't as bad as they may seem. Again, we're not trying to side sweep anything. We're not trying to say that, you know, things are a little bit crazy and chaotic right now, but amidst all that, there still is hope. So I appreciate as a leader, as an influencer in our in our in our industry and, and in our country, let's just say, Jonathan, people look to you. So I appreciate you taking some time this morning to really come on here, talk about the virtual experience coming up. We're all excited for that on April 20th. And then as well, just sharing that message of hope. So again, I cannot thank you enough, Jonathan, for your time and for your leadership within our industry. Well, thank you so much, Josh. I appreciate it. And uh, it's always a pleasure.
It's an honor to have you on the show, Jonathan. I'm definitely know we will have you on again here soon. But ladies and gentlemen, again, we appreciate you joining us, taking time out of your busy schedule. And as Jonathan and I had talked about, find hope amongst and spread that message of hope. Your audience, your your clients, our consumers, they need us. They need us to put on that brave face among, uh, amidst these times and share that message of hope. So as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time to go shred. Go show up, hustle, repeat every day. We'll see you guys soon.